Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And we are back with uh, Beach and Company. The virus, of course, is uh, everybody's talking about it. A lot of people uh, have opinions one way or the other. I'm asking, are we in control of the virus or are we out of control? Are we winning or are we losing? 803-0930-1-800-616-9236, star 930. Secondary question is, are you reacting to it besides making sure you're washing your hands and coughing or sneezing into your elbow, doing the things that should have been doing anyway and probably were? Here is a text. We were scheduled to fly to Las Vegas tomorrow to attend the Con Expo Show, which is a heavy construction equipment show held every three years. Thousands of people attend from all over the world. We canceled our plans because of the virus. So there, again, they probably uh, are in the market for some of this or just need more information. And there's one example of somebody who will not be going because of that. And I'm thinking, uh, if you're like, if you're uh, that uh, uh, putting a fine, uh, fine point to it, uh, I think, you guys think Vegas is going to take a hit? Think about this. Vegas, you're always touching machines, you're touching cards, uh, there's always crowds, you go to a show, there's crowds, go to a buffet, there's a lot of people around, you think uh, Vegas will take a hit. Yeah, I think they'll see something, what, to what degree, I don't know, but look at uh, car shows worldwide we're seeing yeah. that are canceled, uh, car sales that are going down. They it's, just cancel a, a, a car show this past Geneva week. Geneva or something? Geneva, yeah. What do you think, Buzzy? Will our gamblers gamblers, and when they want to play, they want to play? Or uh, that's the kind of thing where there's a lot of touching. You're going to have a lot of Joe Beamers who will go there regardless. And okay, this is selfish, and I'm sure a lot of people are going to not like what I'm about to say. I hope they do take a hit, just so flights and hotels go down. Because if that happens. Joe Beamer might plan a last-minute trip to Vegas. Well, things will be, uh, I, I guarantee you, look at uh, the cost of flying. If the cost of fuel goes down, uh, would be reflected in that. A lot of the cost of flying is the cost of fuel. Uh, with uh, uh, the um, uh, big fight uh, going on over the, over the cost of uh, crude oil, uh, that'll be very interesting to see. Normally, Tony, you're very in tune to that. You know when it goes up. You know when it goes down. I have a feeling now, if those prices are reflected at the pump, usually when something goes up, you know, somebody in an oil field sneezes, the price goes up instantly. 
I don't know how fast it's, it, it, the price goes down. What blows my mind away is uh, I think it was a couple of months ago there was a prediction that gas prices would be under $2 a gallon by summertime. And I'm thinking, wow, did they know that Saudi Arabia and Russia were going to get into this oil war or uh, or what? Or it's just a lucky guess. But, uh, yeah, we're headed in that direction. Well, I, I put in gas at the res in uh, Chautauqua County, and it was $1.82. And they pumped it. $1.82, and they pumped it. So that is well under two uh, two dollars a gallon. So that's that's going on. I I would guess that Vegas is going to take a hit. As much as you may love Vegas, or I may love Vegas, maybe people are thinking this is not the time to go. You know who's playing Vegas? I think either just played it or is just about to play it. Andre Ryu on his world tour. In fact, uh, Bernie and I were thinking of going to see him again. And I love the interview that I got a chance to do with him. Uh, but uh, our schedules didn't allow us, so we, we uh, either didn't go or uh, would, uh, if it's coming up, wouldn't be able to go. But uh, that Andre Rio World Tour. Do you think all tourist areas like New York City, Washington, D.C., Toronto, Miami, do you think all of them are going to take a hit or just Vegas specifically? No, I, I've, well, Vegas is, I think, if, if you're worried about that, Probably the last place you want to be is Vegas, any international destination. Because not only do you have people from your town or your state, even your country, you have people from all over the world. It's international. And it's one of those things, if if you're the type that uh, is afraid of that, it's one of those things they represent the entire world population coming from different parts. I think that really raises the uh, chance that you might uh, run into some problems. I'm not saying don't do anything. I'm not saying cancel anything. I'm just saying that if you're thinking like that, look at the people that will surround you. They won't be your neighbors. They'll be people from the Middle East, uh, people from Asia. Who knows where they're from? Just in time for pool season, as most pools in Vegas open five days from today. Oh, really? Okay. So uh, things uh, things are going to get iffy with a lot of uh, famous things. Uh, and uh, as I said, international destinations might take a hit. Uh, all I can tell you is uh, we've done a lot of tours on, um, uh, on ships, and uh, I've done 10 cruises, which people have done a lot more than that, but I'm just telling you, I have done 10 cruises, and I always notice right from the first one, which was to Alaska, that they are very conscious of, uh, of sanitary conditions. Uh, every place you go, you you have the ability to uh, uh, clean your hands and get them nice and clean. They're very careful about it. Uh, it's uh, the ships are immaculate. They really are. Well, they're dealing with uh, uh, people who uh, like to cruise and they want to make sure they continue to like to cruise. When we come back. We'll talk to Mary in Lancaster. See how Mary feels about it on News Radio 930 WBen. Uh, she's waiting. The lovely Mary from Lancaster. Mary, you're on WBN. Good morning, Sandy. Hello, Mary. By the way, uh, I'm like your friend. I didn't hear yesterday's all of yesterday's show, so I'm saying belated congratulations. Well, thank you. I looked around the room, and I didn't see you, Mary, but I decided <laughs> I better give it a shot because somebody will tell her. Thank you very much. Uh, anyway, um, getting on, on this uh, topic today, um, I, I think... I'm, it's nothing against the media, but I, what I think is 
the the main thing is, like you said, you'd rather have a doctor there, right? You know, uh, rather than these politicians speaking about. I think there's a lot of omission in what's been reported because the the thing is, all these deaths in um, Italy and all over, all around the world, and the doctors here are saying, you know, it's you know it, it affects mostly like the elderly or people that are you know disabled. And immune, uh, if your immune system is, is weakened, uh, that, that, that's a loss. Go ahead. Certain conditions. Yeah. So what I think what they should do is rather than, you know, closing schools and everything like that and, and uh, banning things, uh, why not when you're going on a, a trip or something or anywhere or these big events or something, specify like, you know, ask a person when, are, you know, what are you, do you have any elderly, um, you know, uh, relatives or something, and and maybe you know, are they aware of you know, do they, is, um, are they aware of these you know the possibility of something like this happening? But also at events and things, they should announce they you know if you're over 60 years old or, or you know or if you have a, a you know debilitating conditions, you know why not you know why don't you think about you know like postponing or watching the the event online or something. but You mean in the uh, commercials and things preceding it before the actual event would take place? Right, right. And, it, like, due to the, you know, this, this, we don't want to spoil people's, you know, you know, celebration and stuff. Like, you know, watch, like, everybody's looking forward to this March Madness. I'm not, but anyway. Like, well, I think there's a lot of publicity about uh, going in with crowds uh, or large crowds especially and cleanliness, although the cleanliness part I, I would think, uh, I would hope that, that that is a regular part of hygiene anyway. Right. But the fact is, they should keep stressing the fact that what another thing that should be stressed is how many of the people that have died, what was their age? And yeah, I wish we had more information on the people that died. There's always privacy concerns, but... Uh, if you don't give names, or but you just stick to areas of the country, right. whatever, I think it could be very helpful. Because they're always talking about uh, diabetes, which I have. Yes. Uh, but uh, basically, uh, they they kind of give broad outlines. But if they right. really kind of focus it down, it might be helpful, sure. And also, uh, that, that should be highlighted also is how many people have contracted the disease and how many have survived. Okay, good questions. Thank you, Mary. Thank you very much. Now, everybody uses different methods to try and ward off disease, and some are more advanced than the other. And uh, where do you hear one? We've got one that uh, we'll get on in a couple of minutes that will, uh, it, it might kind of, shall we say, uh, spook you a little bit. <laughs> I tell you. Let's go to Nick in Niagara Falls. Nick, you're on WBEN. How are you doing, Sandy? I'm doing fine, Nick. Uh, what do you have for us today? Are we winning? Are we losing? Are we uh, controlling? Are we not controlling? Uh, I'd say we're we're controlling the best we can, as far as as far as you know. I'm concerned, in my opinion. But the point I wanted to make was, if the media, because I was watching a few different outlets last night, if the media reported on the seasonal flu every year, if every day they reported on how many new cases there were and how many deaths there were. Uh, there was something like 3 million to 4 million people uh, with the regular flu last year and 20,000-plus deaths. If they reported on that every day the way they're reporting on this, the whole, the whole country, for that matter, the whole world would be, be in such a panic. Uh, it would be nothing compared to this. So I'm starting to wonder. Um, the other thing is with the, with the death rate, so they're saying it's between 2 and 3% or 25 
But that doesn't take into account people that have the virus but don't, you know, aren't sick, let's say, right? Okay. Um, so are in the hospital. So when you factor that in as well, which I don't believe they are, the mortality rate goes down even more. Yeah, I wish they would uh, give us a comparison. Every once in a while, you'll see or hear of one. But as a regular basis, it allows us to make a better judgment, I think. Yeah. So, I, I mean, my, my, my personal opinion is I think, you know, we always hear about the, 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 the leftist media and trying to blame everything on President Trump. In this case, they can't pin the virus directly on him, although now they're saying he may have contracted it because he shook someone's hand. But they're trying to make it seem like he didn't do what, what was responsible or didn't act appropriately yet when Obama was a president, he did. And therefore now the economy is being affected worldwide, and this is another attempt at them to politicize this to use it uh, in the upcoming election. Of course, absolutely. And keep in mind, he reached out when China wouldn't even uh, admit that they had a problem and had they cooperated right from the beginning, and it was at least a two-week period, we might have, it's important to get this stuff early. We might have had a better grip on it. And it, it's funny, too, how some people that I've spoken to now who originally were really, really against President Trump's uh, you know, immigration policy, they would say, oh, we can't close down the borders and we, we can't do this. And now they're saying, hey, wait a second. Why are we letting all these people come in from all these countries? They may be infected. Well, that's a good point. Here we're talking about how, how careful we have to be about this, that, and the other thing. Right. And now with the green light law in, in, uh, in this state and other loose immigration policies, almost anybody could get in here. There, remember, there was a woman called Typhoid Mary. Uh, I forget the time frame she was here, but she spread typhoid over a big part of the United States. I, we have to be careful and not just be politically correct. Thank you, Nick. Thank you very much. How about that? Now, that's a good point that he brought up. Here, the Democrat, and I don't want to make this a strictly political conversation, but it does have political uh, undertones uh, with, hey, let them all in. Come on, they had a hard life there. Let them in here. In the past, the legal way to get in here, you had to have a, a health check. And they would uh, quarantine you right at the border. Uh, and so it uh, doesn't seem like they're being that vigilant. If you just say, come on in, you don't know what they're bringing with them. You guys think that that should be tightened up? I think the funny part about it is, is the left uh, screaming, oh, why are you politicizing this? Yeah. yeah, they're accusing us of politicizing it because we're saying, see, we told you why we wanted a wall, why we wanted to shut the borders. Other countries have shut their borders. And in other countries, even though they're large countries and fairly sophisticated, they have interesting ways to try and fight a virus. And Buzzy, you ran across one that I thought we'd share with the audience. Yes. Now, this was on a, um, an overseas website, so I had to translate it. But in India, there are a few doctors that say cow manure can be used to treat the coronavirus. Now, let me... But be sure to wash your hands. Let me add to that. This is also a person who says that cow manure treats cancer patients and that a lot of medicines come from cows. Uh, so it's just natural that cow manure could fight off potential coronavirus. I, uh, I've never seen a cow at Roswell. I mean, I've been to Roswell a lot, but I've never seen a cow. So they're treating it. What are they doing? Bathing in it? Bathing in well, it, yeah. They're bathing in cow manure. Yeah. And this is going to make them better. There is a picture of uh, four men sitting in a vat. Oh, no. Of I, I wonder what the copay is for 
Uh, does our insurance cover a cow manure bath? Let me look that one up. I look don't up, believe so. Before we uh, come back from break, I expect you to know. And then a shower, I think, is necessary. And if you do that uh, to try and cure any kind of an illness, bathe in cow manure, you're going to find you're going to get invited to fewer and fewer parties. Yeah, you might be a little lonely. Can you see uh, Gronkowski doing a commercial for a way to treat cow manure? (laughs) iPod. (laughs) Okay, let's go to our friend Ann in Buffalo. Ann, you're on WBEN. Good morning, Sandy. Hello, Ann. I'm fine. I'm going to look at this from two perspectives quickly. Um, anything that I I think that they can do, media, they blows everything out of proportion. True. I'm saying that it's not happening, and I believe that it is happening. But common sense, you go to the store. You have no idea where these canned goods come from. You got your hand all over canned goods. You got your hand all over money. You got your hands all over plastic and this and that. And all of a sudden, you leave it to leaders to the media. There's a disease. Common sense, wise. That if you, then I'm gonna try to make this quick. If you is a Christian. I'm not going to share religious because religion is something at the time. Okay. But if you are a Christian, you've been born again. You believe in God. You trust in God. You read your Bible. You will see that all of these diseases that's popping up, they are in Bible prophecy. Bible prophecy is being fulfilled right now. The way that we treat each other, the way we hate each other, all of that stuff is in the Bible. All right, I have to run. Good good point. And think about it like this, Anne, even receiving communion. Uh, the traditional way is a, a wafer is placed uh, on your tongue. Uh, so you have to think about that, too. Uh, thank you, Ann. Always good to talk to you. I had to run on News Radio 930. This is W. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm 
I don't know. Uh, it's Sandy Beach, by the way. I'm Sandy Beach, newly engaged. <laughs> like to engage my audience, and now I'm engaged to a woman. That works out pretty well. Uh, now, sometimes uh, some things are obvious. They can't be really changed in any efficient manner. I'm looking at the TV screen, and they're showing people getting off of a ship, and they're going to be brought to a location for quarantine, okay? They send these buses to pick them up. The buses are interstate buses. If you've ever been on an interstate bus, they're used for charters and all kinds of things. Very, com very comfortable, very nice. But look at this. The, uh, to get on the bus and to get off the bus, the steps in the front are very steep. And so what do they have there? They have railings. Anybody getting on an interstate bus holds on to the railing as you walk up the steps. And when you're leaving, you hold on to the railing as you go down the steps. Now, they don't clean those railings after every single person because they couldn't. It, it just it would not be feasible. So essentially, what you're doing is every single person on that bus has touched uh, the same thing that every other person on the bus has touched. No matter how careful you be about touching your face and things like that, if you use an interstate bus you're going to have things on your hands, plain and simple, no matter how clean the bus is. Now, guys, do you see any solution to that? Because uh, there's no way you can get on that bus without using the railings. Uh, they, I don't even think they'd allow you to try because of uh, liability situations. You can do issue gloves or something yeah. like that. But uh, see, there's the thing. It's right there in plain sight. It's on television, and that's how they move people around. On buses that have railings for steep stairs, every person touches everybody else's railing. So it's like, uh, how else would you move people? You can't do them in cars. You can only fit a fistful of people in any car. you got to use buses. So there again, I don't know the answer, but there again is one of the situations. Uh, here's a text. Virginia Lawmaker Sunday passed legislation uh, allowing thousands of illegal aliens in the state to obtain driver's license cards so they can drive. Well, guess what? We have that here, too. It's called the Green Light Law. Let's go to Bob in Williamsville. Bob, you're on WBEN. Well, first of all, congratulations on your announcement. Well, thank you, Bob. I appreciate it. You're welcome. The thought came to me the other day was, I know we think this is the flu, but maybe this could be something else. And maybe it's a start of a war, getting rid of people, and it could be described, thought of as a flu. But look at all the people in, in Italy. The whole country is affected. The whole country shut down, basically. So this could be something other than a flu. Well, it's a, it's a virus. And we've always been taught before this that, uh, no, you can't use antibiotics to treat a, a virus that won't help. Uh, we got it as early as China would allow us to know it, and we've got everybody on the job. But it could be a lot of things. Some, some consider that it's, uh, it's been weaponized. I, I don't know. I'd have to think about that one. But uh, thanks for giving us something to think about, Bob. Thanks for the call. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't think it's any kind of a weapon. Do either of you guys? It, you know, there was a lot of uh, rumors going out early that it was, but, you know, the more I've read about it, no, I don't believe so. Yeah, and there's always a lot of people who who uh, listen to George Norrie. 
I'm. Uh, well, what are you laughing about? That's exactly what I was about to You're gonna say. You're going to say that? <laughs> Listen to George Knorr. You think everybody's out to get you. <laughs> you know it's fun. If you can't sleep and you put your uh, headphones on and listen to George. Go go to our uh, uh, radio.com and listen to BEN there. And then you put your headphones on and you really get more into it because nothing else distracts you. You're really listening. And the more you listen, the more you buy into it. Oh, Commonor, eh? I'll have to go to find out if there's any for sale. You know, that kind of, it's the kind of thing you, I think you, um, if you played George Norrie's show during daylight, I think you'd have a different opinion. He's a, he's a good broadcaster, though. He really knows how to engage his, uh, his audience. Okay, who'll be next? It would be Bill and Williamsville. Bill, you're on WBEN. Sandy, one of my closest and dearest friends. Well, thank you, my friend Bill. Con- congratulations from the bottom of our heart. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Very good. Very good. Hey, uh, just a little difference, but uh, I'd like to just kind of say something about media, and I'm not including you or the people I think are well-informed. I just think the uh, media-driven hysteria that they're putting out there for no matter what, that would be, to me, the weaponization of, of this. And I, I, you know the thing I look at? Why in the media in general, you know, and again, freedom of speech, all this and that, I'm all for it. I'm just for the fact that if you say something that harms the public welfare, like yelling fire in a theater, right. why is why are these media outlets, and I'm not picking on anybody in particular, I think anybody that's involved has half a brain knows what's going on. I'm just talking to, it seems like there's such a lack of accountability, whether it's Internet, whether it's radio, whether it's TV. And, and that's basically what I'd have to say. I, well, I, let, let me tell you something. You, you, you speak the truth because here's the deal. Anytime they overemphasize something for uh, use as a sensational story, something you're going to want to hear all about, uh, they can always defend it by saying they're acting on the side of safety, okay? And they don't want to underestimate it because then if it, if, if it affects you negatively, they can say you weren't warned by them. So they'll always go on the, on the overemphasized side and be protected by the thought that we're trying to protect our audience when indeed they're trying to uh, come up with sensational stories. Well, it's, it, yeah, and, and that's a valid point. It's kind of like, I don't know what's going on with uh, every minute you watch and the weather is on. Every oh. minute on every, it's like. It's like if you watch some of these newscasts, that's all they are, weather. It seems like uh, if I wanted that much weather, I'd watch the Weather Channel. The only time I want that much weather is if impending doom. But they, uh, they kind of push sports right out of local newscasts oh. and replace every, every extra minute with, uh, with weather. Yep. All right. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's funny you bring that up. We just had that conversation Saturday at the uh, Section 6 championship games. Like, what a shame that you're not going to see much coverage of an event like that where the, you know, the, the gymnasium's packed with, you know, students uh, from sure. both sides cheering their teams on. Not to mention, and Joe and I talk about the local teams, whether it's junior college, Buff State, they don't get any coverage because so much focus sport, is on weather. Sport, here we are known as a sports town. 
Everybody will tell you what's Buffalo known for: sports, wings, uh, and that's that's the those are the top two things. Uh, and yet, there's not that much coverage of sports, even in football season, where we have the Bills. Uh, there's a lot of talk about sports, but not a lot of coverage. And so, I think some sometime at at, at some place, some uh, some consultant said. Uh, the audience wants more weather, especially in a town like Buffalo. You would think it would be the other way around that, you know, when we talk grassroots, who, wants, who wouldn't want to see their highlights of their son or daughter's game? When I went to high school, there was plenty of coverage, plenty of highlights that you could watch, whether it was uh, Harvard Cup, Monsignor Martin, Section 6. You got to see all of it. Well, the only thing about that is that there uh, is only a percentage of kids that play uh, high school sports, and, and it's great for them. And it's only a percentage of them that are actually uh, making plays and things like that that would be uh, videoed and played back on. They're only going to show the highlights. Uh, so I think they just decided to give up on sports. Uh, I don't know why, but at some time, they used to do a, a fair amount of sports uh, in the uh, Rick Azar times, but they don't do it anymore. And there's so much weather. I saw them promoting uh, the next weather, uh, the next weather, in the middle of the weather they were doing. They, I'm, I'm not making this up. They were they were promoting the next bit of weather they were going to tell us about in the weather that they were currently doing. It's it's just amazing. And, and it's not that we don't want weather. We do, but we don't need that much. And uh, some of the weather people are very talented. And, uh, uh, you know, very accomplished, and, and they get it right most of the time. It's a tough job, but there's too much of it. We'll take a break and return with, uh, I don't know, maybe Diane, maybe Brenda, whoever is next on News Radio 930 WB. A couple of quick texts to read, and then we'll get to the, uh, the calls. Sandy, I use vinyl throwaway gloves when touching railings, gas pumps, and escalators, and et cetera, et cetera. I don't know. It's <laughs> I don't know. Do you guys think, um, uh, first of all, is that over the top or do you think that's rational? Because I mentioned on, on interstate buses, when you get on and when you get off, those railings uh, are touched by everybody on the bus. You can't get on the bus really without touching them. You can't get off the bus without touching them. So essentially everybody's touched the same things, everybody on the bus, 40, 45 people. So I don't know how you do that, but you think carrying around vinyl gloves is the answer? Maybe. <laughs> you think? If you're in California, yes. <laughs> what do you think? Would you put on vinyl gloves if you were getting on a bus? Uh, I wouldn't, Sandy. But here's the: if if it makes you feel more comfortable, then go for then it. go right ahead. But for me, I think, as you say, a little over the top. Yeah, I think so. Let's go to uh, Brenda in Buffalo. Brenda, you're on WBEN. Sandy. Hello, Brenda. I was just telling uh, your your co co person. Call screener. Yep. <laughs> I can't remember his name. Well, anyway, I was telling him that whether the media is is blowing this all out of proportion and everything. I think the main thing throughout all of this is that people have now discovered something that we have been taught since we were children: the benefits of hand washing. Oh, absolutely. I've always done that. Main thing because I used to get kidded. Because I used to be in a class, a computer class, and I used to come in and always wipe the computer down because it's a public computer. Sure. One of the classmates who had a cold at the time, 
he told kidded me and he would kid me here he would give me sanitizer oh i know you wash the computers and you do this and i always see you doing that and you know what i looked at him and i said i'm not coughing am i well, that makes sense, and I think that you're being a, a good person. Same with the gym. If you're in the gym wiping down the uh, machine you just used, I, I like people like you, Brenda. It makes life easier. Yeah, I was married to a, a department, a Erie County Department of Health inspector, and I learned a lot because in 1973, I had to, and I was uh, isolated. So I started cleaning my environment back then. So uh, the phone cut out. You in '73, you had what, Brenda? Calling me, but yeah, I. But that's that's the way it was for me. I, uh, I, you know, I started watching my I stopped using outdoor telephones because I had tuberculosis, and it was not no joke. Uh, out, outside telephones are disgusting. They always were, and thank God for the cell phone, just for the fact that we don't have to use those. Yep, that's it. But that's what I wanted to say. Well, I, I'll follow you anywhere, Brenda. It sounds like you're really up to date on what you should be doing. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Okay, bye-bye. You remember trying to, first of all, trying to find an outdoor payphone? And then you'd get there and you'd find there's a cord but no phone. It was ripped out. Or if you were looking for a, God help you, a telephone book, uh, they didn't have any books. And the ones that uh, had half the pages ripped out. Okay, here's where I'm going. i just rip this uh, thing right off. Uh, so, yeah, outdoor phone's not too good. Mr. Beamer, Mr. Joseph Beamer. By the way, I had to use a pay phone a few years ago. I went on a road trip the day my cell phone was stolen, and I had to check in because I was making the ride by myself, and I had to go find a pay phone. You uh, think it was difficult back in the day. Yeah. Try finding a pay phone in 2017. Now, yeah, exactly. I do not I do not miss them. How much time do I have? Okay, I think I've got time for this call. Diane in Buffalo. Diane, you got a couple minutes. What's on your mind? Good morning and congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Very sweet. Thank you. Thinking about buses. I took the Metro bus to and from work for years. Two buses there, two buses back. Uh, people are not polite on the bus. They'll sit behind you and cough and sneeze all over the back of your head. Oh, man. You know, it's in the air, so you can wipe everything down, but you can't wipe the air that you're breathing down. Yeah, I mean, you, if you can feel, can imagine feeling the breath uh, on the back of your head of the person sitting in back of you. Yeah. Yikes. You know, they're spitting when they're, they sneeze, you know, you know, droplets. But um, I'd carry a badminton racket. And put it in back of my head. That too, yeah. But you know, I, I, I who has time to do that in the morning? Put one on. Um, the thing I want to say: I'm 70 years old, and I'm very glad they're explaining all this to me. But you know, it helps me make a decision whether I should go out. Um, no, you you should use common sense. I mean, don't take any chances. Uh, but I think as long as you wash your hands and you're and you're, you pay attention to your environment, uh, you should be okay. There's no guarantees in life that if you do everything, you still won't get sick. So well, I'd say live your life. Um, most of these uh, viruses are coming from, what, China? China. They started in China. And one in SARS was? Uh, I, I, the only thing I've seen regarding China is that I sent away for a new cover for my iPod 
and it was supposed to have been here like four weeks ago, and I'm guessing it came from China. I, I don't know that, but I'm guessing that's why it's late. Oh, well, they're having difficulties. A lot of people say getting products from China. Yeah, I think that that might be one of them because the iPod itself is is uh, assembled in China. So I'm thinking maybe uh, some aftermarket supplier is the one I ordered from, and that's why I don't have it yet. They say we're, there's winners and losers, but this is inconvenient for me and probably for a lot of people because now we have to, like, uh, watch out, you know? Oh, yeah. I think you should always be aware of your environment anyway yep. uh, for safety reasons and now for health reasons, and I'm sure you'll be okay. Thank you, Diane. Thank you very much. All right. When we come back, we want to hear from you uh, regarding the virus. Uh, is it under control or is it out of control? Are we winning? Are we losing? What about cancellations? Uh, are you canceling any any particular trip you might have or any place you might like to go but decide not to? We're back after this. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. 